Hello, and welcome to the Unprofessionals podcast. This is Dead Meat here. Mags will be a little bit late as he's having very Australian internet and having um, a little bit of trouble maintaining an internet connection. Um, but he'll join us when he can. Um, today, uh, we have Anatoly, also known on Twitter and YouTube and pretty much anywhere as Dos Nostalgic. G'day, Anatoly. How are you? Hello. How is everybody doing tonight? Or today? Whatever time of the day it is. Yeah, it's, well, it's it's lunchtime here. Well, just after lunchtime here in Australia. So it's 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 a nice Sunday. Nice chilled out Sunday. So... Just in case anyone didn't get the gist, today's topic's gonna about retro gaming. Where, Yay. Yep, just just all all the old game nostalgia. Um, so basically, Anthold, do you want to give us a little bit of a, a rundown on who you are, what you do, and and where you've come from? Uh, yes. Well, uh, um. I talk about old games a lot on the internet, and uh, uh, who I am is I am uh, well. I grew up in Russia. Um, I was born in USSR. Grew up in Russia, where I played a lot of DOS games, um, as one did, uh, I hope, at the time. And uh, uh, eventually, I moved to the United States about sixteen years ago, and now I. Still play DOS games, but on the other side of the world. That's kind of what I do and kind of what I talk about. So one one thing with with the audience we've got here, a lot of them are flight simmers, and a lot of the flight sims are actually Russian developed. Right. So so uh, you, yeah, the major ones. Your your audience probably probably one of the few people who can, I can say who like uh, I can talk about El, uh, Oleg Maddox, and they will know who that is. Uh, it's Hopefully, but the name tickles my my memory. But I couldn't tell you what games, like Maddox games. I'm I'm assuming is who Oleg Mad Maddox is. Um, yes. That, yeah. So I remember seeing that splash screen. I couldn't tell you what games on. So we, oh, we've we've got a too man. It's ill too. Ah, yep, yep. So well, that's one of the major games we play. Ill two, the awesome. Great Battle series. Um. Then there's all. Yes. Um. Yeah, Maddox is from One C, wasn't it? One C is his company. Oh uh, no! Well, it was, or he joined no. that. They they were bought out. I don't think ah. he's part of that anymore, and I don't think that studio is around anymore. But uh, uh, actually, One One C um, is actually around. No, One uh, One C oh, sorry, is yeah. around, but yes. I think uh, the uh, uh, Oleg Maddox founded Maddox Games in the, in the in the early nineties, and. Uh, and also a publishing company, Auric Vision, that nobody remembers, but that only published a handful of titles. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, so it's, they actually released quite a few uh, interesting, successful projects. And just like everything else, they were bought out by 1C somewhere around mid to late 2000s. And I think at that point, they all were shut down actually. But I, I am not too sure because I have not been following the Russian game industry closely. In about ten years or so, it's funny. A lot of the because a lot of the the flight sims are developed by by Russian developers. There, there's always a 
a element of the community that, that whenever they lose in a game to a say a Russian built plane for example <laughs> it's clearly Russian bias and when, whenever you know like in like Gaijin's game War Thunder you know, yeah. any time any time a, a Russian vehicle sort of gets a buff or any time that uh, a Western vehicle gets a, a nerf you know Russian bias and well, that it's 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 so I, I'm fully expecting a, a Russian bias comment somewhere in the in the comments. <laughs> so you you came you started off in in Russia. Mm -hmm. Where did you start with your games? What what was the first game you remember playing? I actually don't know. I think about it often. In fact, I I uh, I think about it very often. In fact, I thought about this just the other day as well again because um, I don't know what the first computer game I played was. I was very little, and uh, my um, was still USSR at that point. And yeah. um, my mother and her then boyfriend took me to some kind of a. Uh, com children's computer lab uh, I describe uh, it but I do remember the situation for how for how young I was um, I do remember it fairly clearly but not clearly enough to remember what exactly the game was it was sort of a load runner clone I don't think it was the original load runner but I remember they were I don't remember what machines they were on uh, I don't know if they were Soviet machines or sort of like uh, some kind of MSXs or anything. Um, but I remember that the games were actually loaded through the network that the guy supervising um, the lab had to, like, he would take a survey of, like, they would just come up and say, what game would you like to play? This is what they are. And then he would go to the main machine and then sort of... Uh, so uh, maybe maybe they were like a, a terminal-based system rather than a actual... Individual machines? Are they, see, I don't know enough. Terminal does not make sense at the time because, I mean, what terminal ran Roadrunner? Um, uh, so maybe yeah, that there is a combination of two. Uh, and uh, again, I don't know. I remember the gameplay being fairly Roadrunner-y, but I mean, there's so many Roadrunner-like games at the time. I mean, hell, even Roadrunner itself is not the first game of that type. I know we sort of consider it being one, but it's not. Like, it, uh, uh, it actually is predated by a couple of games with very similar concepts and um uh and even now i only recently learned like a russian um 80s uh 80s soviet computer that wasn't very well spread had its own variant like a popular variant of lo uh, load runner clone that was kind of very load runnery but not quite um video i mean you look at them and because it's so old they all look the same you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can't, from my, my memory, I cannot pinpoint, I cannot look at that footage and say, yes, that's exactly that one. I just look at all of them and I say, it could be it. But yeah. I don't know. So For, for me, I, I, I do remember the first game I played. It was on a Commodore. Remember the first game on, the, on an IBM PC, though. I do remember yeah, yeah. that one. Well, well, we'll touch on that first, but... First computer game I played. I'm discounting consoles because I can't remember mm. what game it was on console, but I know it was the Atari 2600 was the first console game I played. Um, I think River Raid 2 or something of that ilk. 
but the first computer game I played was Creatures 2 on the Commodore 64. Hmm. Which was just... I, I had no idea how to play it. No, it was absolutely hopeless at it, and I was like four years old or something like that. But but I do remember distinctly loading up Creatures 2, and I know this because when I got the C64 Mini, it had Creatures 2 on there, and I'd been trying to work out what the very first game I played on Commodore 64 was, because I wanted to revisit it. And I'm looking through right. the games on there, and I loaded up Creatures 2, and I saw the, the splash screen as it was loading. I'm like, this is it. Oh my fucking god, I've found it. Nice. That's it's always but, nice to, to like realize that, right? Yeah, it was sort of yeah. We're we're oh, I suppose with it's now knowing knowing just from listening to previous podcasts and of yours. Um, so um, Anthony runs the DOS Nostalgia podcast. Um, you can find it on the internet. One of the streams was go, going back and talking about how technology was was sort of brought into Russia and and basically what what we had over many many years you basically had squeezed into like a very short a number of years yeah. so just listening how much technology advanced for you guys i th- i thought for us it was just go you know, at breakneck speed of oh shit i bought my computer and it's only been a week and it's out of date already kind of thing but you guys was like i bought a computer and it was already out of date before i finished paying for it well it's, it's that it, it, there's there's multiple elements right in the ussr very few people could afford to buy a computer because remember i i, I recently posted somewhere i think the average monthly salary in us dollars of, of a russian citizen of course it's russia it's post-soviet so the numbers are a bit more concrete, but they start from you know 1992, and I think for 1992 it's like two dollars. <laughs> you know, it's like, just like like average. That's a month. That's monthly salary. So needless to say, computers were kind of out of question. Yeah. For uh, especially in well specifically, let's say IBM PCs, right? Which even at the time cost thousands of US dollars anywhere. Uh, uh, but still, uh, I. Um, uh, you know, even when even when you couldn't have one at home, you know, they were in uh, sort of offices. And uh, in Russia, we had, uh, I'm from a fairly large city, so we had what they call the science research universities being, their universities, they're sort of technology-oriented universities, but they're also research facilities as well. Yeah. Um, and my mom's boyfriend at the time, uh, towards the, uh, the, the end, uh, of the USSR worked in one, and we went in one. They had IBM PCs there, and I distinctly remember playing um, the game uh, arcade volleyball, um, <laughs> which is like those two big heads on legs, bumpable, like sort of, you know, they play volleyball. You know, yeah, it's 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 a very simple game, two player game. You can play against the computer. Uh, it's in CGA with the magenta blue palette, and. Um, was originally actually published on a on a on a disc mag uh, through a disc mag i think or was it for byte magazine i'm not sure there's an ad found it i actually traced the origin of that of that particular game because one of my favorite games so of that time so i i i wanted to know where it came from and and, and i did uh very basic game but i was hooked 
I just generally always liked technology and specifically games. They always yeah. went together for me. Yeah. So I, now, uh, now uh, just just to quickly interject, um, Mags has sent in through the text line um, <laughs> that his his first uh, the earliest game that he can remember playing was Choplifter. That's a pretty good one. That that I, I remember remember playing that on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred and being absolutely terrible at it. <laughs> Which is pretty par for the course for most games I play. Um, but you said you you remember your your first DOS game. Mm-hmm. What what was that? Well, that was the one. Our, our oh yeah, ball, uh, ball, okay. Ball. So that that, that was, was that was that DOS was the then. Ah, uh, nice. The the fir- the very first DOS game I remember playing. Um, it was. You you'll you'll find this quite interesting. I think I've. I don't know if I actually mentioned this before. Um, Commander Keen was the first one I remember distinctly playing on a IBM PC. Oh, well, it's funny talking about it today. Well, for me, you were in the future. <laughs> uh, but, but, but today, my time in the US still. Yeah, it's uh, it's the, what, 25th? It's the 20, 29th. 29th. Of, of, yeah. um, of Commander Keen. It's going to be 30 years old next year. Can you believe uh, it? Uh, I... I I can. I was. I actually saw John Romero <laughs> tweeting about that, and I was actually tempted to to flick him a tweet and say, "Hey, John, come join us for this podcast," and and not letting you know that he would be joining. But but I thought, nah, he'd he'd never actually respond and and well, come on. I don't on. know what time that is. He's in Ireland, so. Oh, he's he's in Ireland now, is he? Yes. Yes. He's moved to Ireland a few year, few years ago. Ah. Uh, was was that why why he was selling off all his his doom yes. stuff? Yes, and why yeah. he was signing it so he could sell yeah. it for thousands of dollars. So and sell it for thousands of dollars and also not have to lock it with him. Yes, John Romero will sign your hat, your, your ten dollar hat, and will sell it for six hundred dollars. Well, will will he Everyone make? will be happy. Will he will he make my hat his bitch? <laughs> I don't think he talks about that one anymore. <laughs> I wonder why. Uh, that 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 was a funny time. It's alright. He's forgiven. I mean, he 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 says you know he has nothing to do with it, but all right, okay. Yeah, it's just that uh, some some of the marketing stuff for games that I've I mean, it's seen. really not that bad. I mean, I am a big sort of fan. Well, I say I it amuses me to go to a lot of the '90s advertising. I, I regularly oh, post them on Twitter, and sometimes they are legitimately off, uh, often. But uh, you know, some of them are just amusingly bad. Yeah, it's um, it's, like it's fantastic. So I'm actually very surprisingly like my my biggest thing is like I look at some of them and like some of them don't even have game screenshots. They're just those like gross out concepts right like it's um it's very weird to see how many of them don't have anything about games like they thought it's just gonna ride on yeah weird concept advertising um and in that pantheon um john romero is about to make you his bitch is not really one of the worst because yeah. there's some really awful yeah I, I i remember seeing you posting the the one of the advertisements for i think it was um, harvester uh, was Harvester's that was a, that you? Is a, pretty, is a pretty good one. Harvester is a pretty, uh, pretty, uh, pretty. Uh, I like that ad campaign. Yeah, it was I just like, like a. Too. I'm a I'm a Harvester apologist. Uh, I, it always looked 
it was that sort of period of games where they they hadn't quite made it to to 3D yet, and they were doing the the high res 2D motion captured yes. type stuff. And yeah. it, I mean, it looks terrible. I mean, it looks fairly wonky, but I will say, Harvester actually has. I mean, it's considered to be a bad game, and I think it's really unfairly. I literally just watched uh, uh, a Let's Player uh, f- finish it the other day. Uh, I watched her play it over the course of a month. And she was also surprised to at the level of the writing in Harvester. It's easy to write off Harvester as some kind of a cheesy FMV violent thing, but uh, it may not have uh, accomplished everything that's it set out to do and there's clearly many flaws but a lot of the things that it did set out to do it did accomplish and fairly competently and also very surprisingly it did it at the time where very few people were doing that a lot of the writing in that game is good um and a lot of uh, i feel a lot of comedy lands and a lot of sort of what's supposed to be sort of edgy but thought-provoking stuff also lands in Harvester because uh, there is a sort of a uh, a deeper layer. So in that sense, I feel that Harvester actually deserves to be recognized um, in its sense. And yes, it's ultra-violent and gross, but there is a bit of a message in there. And yes, message gets sort of lost towards the end a little bit. And it may not be the greatest adventures design or the action design. But I do feel that Harvester is a game worth playing and worth checking out. And I don't hate its marketing campaign. I think its marketing campaign oh, no, is I, mostly fine. I, I thought it was great. Uh, I just It was yeah. just a, a poster basically, hey, come come move to our town. Yeah, it's like a two and, old people. It looks like a flyer for a retirement home. Yeah, and it's sort of... And it's just, it doesn't seem like a game advertisement at all. No. Like, well, how about all the, like, the real ones? Remember the ones for Quake with the grandma with the giant Quake pie? And two <laughs> sets of identical twins? Yeah. Like, it's just... like the, 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 the real what the fuck thing, but yet it's, and there's no screenshots for Quake in that, uh, in that thing. It just says Quake is the most important game of our time underneath, which is ballsy, but, you know, <laughs> not exactly untrue either. No. Um, well, so it, it has always like that wacky advertising is what I love about the 90s. What, what's bad about it is, is when it just goes all the way over and then just shoots around the end because it's, they thought being edgy is just so cool and uh, it really doesn't work out that way. Like there's a lot of things about like domestic violence and, and killing and, and everything. And you were just like, you look at it now and you're like, eh, eh. It's a it's a bit iffy. It's more iffy than funny. But a lot of it is funny. And a lot of it is just crazy. Just you look at it and be like, that's how they thought they were going to sell it? That's like the most surprising things. Yeah. it's just... Like I love that, uh, the one that I post all the time for, for, I always forget what sound card is it. Was it give your ear something to scream about? Uh, uh, was that Gravis Ultrasound? Or... No, 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 no. That, Gravis Ultrasound has a fairly... Uh, uh... fairly Oh, that were around, like grounded uh, ads, but it's the one that I always post. It's like a blue bold lady, and they Photoshop her mouth over her eyes. And it's an insanely freaky image, uh, and it just like to me that's like a pinnacle of nineties advertising. Where it's just like it's just so weird, but it's very eye catching. I don't know if it sold any units. I judging by the fact that I can't even remember what sound card it was, probably didn't. But uh, I certainly do remember that ad, though. It's a very striking image. Yeah, I'm just I'm just quickly scrolling through your 
your Twitter feed, see if I can see it. Do you... Yeah. I can probably find it and, and send it to you, but it, I, I mean, I originally tweeted it like five years. Keep repeating it, everyone. Yeah. Uh, somebody um, actually recently, the last time I retweeted it, somebody told me that they had a poster of it on the wall and it freaked out all of their coworkers, like <laughs> at work. And then I, 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 I sort of, well, not that I called bullshit or anything, but I asked to see it and they sent me a picture of that poster framed. In their hand, in their cubicle, and I was like, I can't believe somebody actually had has this on their wall. But of course, yes, if I had that poster that size, I would also frame it and put it on the wall just because of how fucking incredibly nineties it is. Yeah, I'm. I'm just actually going to let's see. Open this up in a a view image. That's what I wanted. So I'm just bringing up on on the actual screen the the Daikatana John Romero is about to make you his bitch thing just to give you give the, the people actually watching the stream a, a bit of an idea of, of the advertising that you used to get it just yeah you know, it's sort of like a double yeah, page spread things, and, things that just don't don't age well like remember the Microsoft Fly Simulator 5 ad I I don't actually you know, it's like, oh, make you like narrowly the twin tower flying through, through, oh. the, through the thing, and it's like you look at it now, you're like, holy shit! Yeah, that 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 would have been. Yeah, that that. Ah, okay. Thirty VFR flights. Oh, Alfred Poor's cross country thirty VFR flights for Microsoft flights in five point one. It's a picture of a, a Cessna flying towards the the two towers. Ah, oh, that's that's one of them. It's just wow. Yeah, that yeah. W- that would I mean, not. You could hold it against them. It's just in retrospect, you're like, oh, that didn't that didn't age well. Yeah. Um. Tell you what it's this. an interesting ad. There's nothing. It's very tasteful. I mean, Microsoft has their share of terrible ads. I mean, like the DirectX One ads is is insane. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like it's called who's, "Who Spiked Up My Game," and it's as bit of a '90s insanity as it, as, as, as there can be. Yeah. Speaking of flights in 5.1, just you made me think of Meeks Field. The the oh yes. Uh, just, I think they, I think people keep modding it into even modern. In, into the new ones, um, just so legendary. Yep. Ah. Okay. Yeah. No, I've just been linked to the, the one that you. Yep, that's the one. That's the one. Yep. So. Yeah. So remember, as you buzzed forty-second floor of the twin towers and rather. Rudder into power off spin recovery above Times Square. Safety is a pilot's first and foremost concern. Yeah, that that's. Oh yeah, that's. Yep. That that did not age well. It did not. No. Um, it's it's just. Yeah, but uh, so, but uh, speak speaking of flight sim. Um, have but you... it's also it's, stylistically it's very nineties ad, right? That flight, ah, the, the the photo and everything. And again, there's no screenshot from the game. 
there's a photo of a box barksard on the like top right uh, yeah it's at a page spread there's oh. nothing they literally just it's a concept ad it's a not ad for a game like in the 90s they thought so often they could just get away with a concept ad and not even show you anything which is like insane by today's standard but yeah huh? i mean i guess i guess i guess they did but it was it was it was also the case with every advertising right it wasn't just for video games it's a lot of the product ads in the 90s were just concept ads essentially yeah it's a, i'm just about to well Let's not bring up the picture I wanted it to bring up. Uh, tab. Tossment. Yeah, let's bring that up. So there's a few advertisements for Quake. So there's a, Quake is Forever, the most important PC oh, game the, ever. Uh, the, the, the wedding the, photo. The marriage, the marriage one? Yeah. Yes, it's just I, that's probably my least favorite one. I like the the, the beach one and the and the grandma. One. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the beach there's the beach pretty, one there. Yes, <laughs> that's just like what's being advertised. <laughs> exactly, like it, it's it's a concept ad. There's it's... there's nothing relating to Quake in that ad. They just but they're really, but they're really like getting you. With those ads, at that's, least, because uh, yeah, it's just so bizarre, and it's the same woman over and over. Yeah, that's that's just. There's a apparently there's one here for Resident Evil, which I'll just bring up. Oh, is that the one with the eye? That's the one with the eye. Yes, <laughs> Resident Evil yeah, director's cut. It's not even one of the worst ones. There are some. There's like a two-page spread ad for Screamer, the racer, which is just a close-up of the eye, and from the corners of the page, it's like the hooks come in, like, uh, um, what's that, Clockwork Orange style, and just hold that eye spread open, and that's the ad <laughs> for a racing game. Yeah, I'm just trying to to find the Harvester one. To show, like a couple of days ago, just go through my media. Yeah, that's going through it. I, mean, I know I post a lot, I know I post a lot, but <laughs> it can be that far. <laughs> How sure of that are you? Oh, yeah, no, you're right. Right, so copy that, paste that into that window, bring that up. So there, there you go, there's a... <laughs> Have you ever thought of moving to Harvest? The heart of Middle America. <laughs> but, um... Like, uh, w what I do say, like, let me find, like, a like a really... Um... Let's see, I want to see if I can find, like, a... A really cringy one, like, more of a... Um, if you're gonna show some off, then like I, I we showed some that I say I, I like. We might as well say what I what I mean that the ones that cross into into slightly iffy territory. This is not. Uh, I'm going yeah, to message you for it. Yep, sure. I've I've just put up a a picture from Harvester the game, and <laughs> you sort of get get an idea, and then 
Axis linking interfaces. The new Game Boy Pocket seriously distracted. Oh my god! <laughs> this is not a real ad. This can't be the real ad. That the... It's an American ad? Wait, let, let, me, let me zoom in. What's, what's the prices are in? I refuse to believe that this is the real ad. From is it... Nintendo. That yeah. cannot... Nintendo would never go for this. I don't care how 90 this was. Yeah, that's... It's... I mean, it's using all the right fonts in there. It's uh, just... It looks like the, pr the, the price is in uh, pounds, in British pounds. It's, it's. I don't know if I mean I've seen some edgy ads, but not that's... From, not like this from Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, that feels like. Yeah. Also, remember one fucking uh, beatings from your father, whatever the fuck that ad was. That that was like a crazy ad, but I did not ex I did not see this ad before, and I, I'm <laughs> quite surprised. Yeah, so just there's there's the ad you just linked me to. The can we come out one? Yeah, but see, like on the first page, it's yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I I had the first page up on the stream. In fact, first. it's not a two page; it's a, it's a turnover, which is why I have them separate. It's it's not a two page spread. It's like you have to turn it over to to reveal, and that's like less on the on the on the cringy uh, side, but um. um uh, but uh, it's just uh, something. Oh, well, here then I'm gonna put up the um the Microsoft one, the the DirectX ad, and then in the replies to that tweet, there is one that I was referring to for the sound card. So the the listeners slash viewers can can appreciate those again. Like <laughs> I, I I don't think those are bad, but. Again, those are the kind of ads that entertain me. I just think they're a little bit misguided. Just, but they're entertaining just because they're so crazy. Just that's that's just that's that's so very naughty. It um, is right. Yeah, and then Mags says the the ad is real and it's from 1997. Ran for weeks before it was pulled down. Yeah, it's fucking crazy that that's a real ad. It's just. From Nintendo of all places. Yeah, that's the, crazy. It's it's okay. I've got a, a link to a honest, legal but decent, an image of a. Yeah, this is just a a. It's a um. A, a news article about that ad. Yeah, the young woman's like. Half lying, half sitting up on a double bed with her with hands tied to the bedpost. She is wearing a short nightie, looking towards the camera with an expression of frustration, or is it fear? The new Game Boy Pocket, the strap line beneath the picture—it's seriously distracting. This advertisement for Nintendo would almost certainly sh shock your granny, but your teenage son probably not. Even so, the Advertising Standards Authority, the print advertising regulator, last month asked Nintendo to withdraw the ad after it appeared in loaded FHM and Viz. Hmm. Well, at least they, they wow. at least they picked their at least they picked their um yeah they they picked their. Uh, publications, correct? 
I mean, I, I guess, but but I mean, like, I remember when uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day ads, they're pretty funny. Ah, uh, but 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 Conker's Bad. Yeah, Con- Conker's Bad Fur Day, a, a fantastic game. I love that game. Oh, Just... I mean, I feel like it mechanically didn't age particularly well, but uh, I I do I do enjoy uh, I do enjoy the presentation and humor and and the fact that it's, it is on the Nintendo. It, isn't it funny how the version on the Nintendo console is is not censored, that while the one on the Microsoft one is? Yeah, that that actually really annoyed me. <laughs> it's 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 really bad that like they went on all these great things to do the fur rendering and they're redoing everything and it's a complete remake and it has multiplayer and everything but yet the, the game itself is censored like on a microsoft console yeah it's so so like you, can say, you can you you could say shit on nintendo 64 but you could you can't on 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 xbox that's just crazy to me yeah it's just things have changed I, I'm not sure it's for the better. Yeah, it's it's really weird, especially considering again it was a remake of game. Like the rating system is in place; it was rated mature, I guess. At least may, maybe they just wanted to bump the rating down. I'm not sure what it was rated, but I would assume Conquer just context-wise would be would be rated mature. I I, I wager, I'm pretty sure the the Conquer on N64 was was rated as R. Mm-hmm. Um, on the Nintendo but, but, 64, but they wanted but to what was, what bring was it, it down. What was it on Xbox? Like that's the thing. Did they did they bump it down a little bit for the Xbox? Which would make sense, I guess. Um, censor it. But there's so much other thematic material in there that's besides the cursing that's still in there that I don't. That would still probably would give it an M. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not entirely yeah, I sure. I don't, I don't. I actually. I mean, I'm. I'm an old man. So I don't, I don't look at video game ratings. I couldn't care less. I I never so looked at video it, game it, ratings. It, it just occurred to me right now that maybe they were centering to bring to bring the 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 average age down. For yeah, ages, but, it's, but maybe they haven't. Who knows? Yeah, it's it's and boom, my app appears to be back up again. So hey guys, g'day, hey. g'day, Mags. Welcome back to the to the <laughs> podcast. So I, I've been yeah. trying trying to keep an eye on you and. and Fit fit your comments into the stream as as quickly as I could. Uh, doing what I can to try and you know, it's so unprofessional that I have to send text messages in on my own podcast in order to actually have an appearance on it. So the name fits. Um, you're talking about Conquer's Bad Fur Day. That one never made any sense to me. What they did to it on its re-release for Microsoft. It was always a game that was supposed to be R18 plus, and they're trying to make it kid friendly. There are whole missions well, around there in that game that are basically. I mean, it's not kid friendly, but maybe let's let's look up what the ratings were right for Live and Reloaded because I don't actually know. Yeah, I I quickly tried just before, but I couldn't find it, um, and then I you know I got the laces. Back of any kind. Sorry, go. <laughs> no, no, that's I'm finished. See, no, I see, I see the I see the the cover and it says rating is M. It's still M. Oh, okay. So nothing nothing changed. Uh, so that so there there goes my theory. So well, or possibly lower the rating. Is it possible that the 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 ratings guidelines, like what you can yeah, get the away standards with, standards changed? That is very possible because those that things are fairly fluid. What do um, we got? Um... 
But still, I mean, what you gonna tell me that you cannot say shit in a in a in the M rated game? Like that's clearly not true, cause like Grand Theft Auto is not adults only; it's an M. Hell, it, it, that was like past. Like I remember, I don't know what, what do you guys remember? Was what was the first game you remember? And I don't mean like I mean like I played Gabriel Knight and whatever Dustin, where like it featured occasional swearing. But like, what was the first game you remember that had like excessive swearing? To me, I, I think I remember being fairly shocked at Max Payne too. Um, because the first game didn't really have any swearing, and then all of a sudden the second game starts, and it's like, just like in the opening, it's like, die, Russian, die, why don't you fucking die? And it's like... De uh, define it was... text or voiceover. Because if you want to go for text, um, I was a very, very, very naughty young bloke <laughs> that played the first Leisure Suit Larry back on the Amiga, well, no, so no, I can no, wind but... the cock right back. But, well... but, 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 I mean, it doesn't swear at you. Like, like mm. it doesn't, it doesn't really have any, any, any language. Leisure Fighter doesn't really have, uh, anything that that would actually display like a swearing message. You can tell it to go fuck itself, and it would have a re like a reply. It can reply to you because it obviously anticipated you doing it. But in the game itself, it didn't really do it. But I mean, like, th there were games that that use strong language occasionally. Like, uh, um, what is this? Not. Uh, um, is it the Orion conspiracy? Not is it? The yeah, the Orion conspiracy. Gabriel Knight. I remember, like the uh, I remember Mark Hamill going, like people are sick fucks, ain't, ain't they, Knight? But like, but it was only to me in like mid two thousands when it became a lot like very pronounced. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, there's an occasional RPG or two where it would have text dialogue. But uh, but again, but like, but Conquer, right? Like, um, that was like early two thousand, about two thousand one, right? Yeah, I'm I'm, st I'm still trying to yeah. think of the first game because I, to to be honest, as an Australian, I didn't pay attention to swearing because, well, I'll... yeah, the word cunt is 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 used interchangeably with mate here, mm -hmm. <laughs> so it just you know sw swearing. It didn't register on me. Like, I mean, the first game that I, I can think of that I, although I'm not sure if you could really call it a game, um, maybe more a tech demo, was the first game that that had any sort of swearing in it that I can think of was Doctor Spazzo by Creative Labs. <laughs> Which... oh, okay. Well. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> and, uh... remember where it stuff filtered oh, in, fuck. but um, remember back to the... Kingpin? I'm sorry, I almost like I almost forgot about Kingpin. Uh, you remember no, the, the, no. the late '90s Quake Two uh, shooter by Sage? Yes, uh, the people. Yes, who I do remember the, that. Actually, fucking hell, Redneck Rampage has has swearing. Yeah, they had they had the cuss pack expansion it's, it's the pack. Cuss pack. And so, so yeah. instead of I'm gonna get you, it's like Shadow Warrior. Uh, <laughs> what does it? Does it Shadow Warrior? Uh, Shadow Warrior is like yep. the same as Duke yeah, Nukem. I, I, it's, it's fairly. It's only uh, well, I remember tame. there's um, well, there wasn't it's too like, many places for it. I do remember. Shadow Warriors no, no, no. is super racist. You, do, you, you get told straight to fuck off um, at one point. There's one of the scenes you, um, I, I remember distinctly. It's not like I played this level too many times, but you are you jump into a shower with a, a young woman. And you, do you want the wash wang? Or do you want the watch wang? Oh, wash that's wang. right. You that's hit, right. The, hit the use on her. She tells you to fuck off and then she right, and the then she shoots you. Right. <laughs> yes. So that's like uh, one of the. Um, but yeah, and then Kingpin was like, uh, well. 
you know, Redneck Rampage is like full of, of, of swearing, but like in uh, in Kingpin, um, it's a Quake Two engine game. It's like full of cutscenes. It's first person shooter, but literally like it's it's it has Cypress Hill um, soundtrack, and uh, you can actually communicate with people. You have three buttons, and the three buttons for communications are one is yes, one is no, and the third one is fuck you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so yeah, maybe I'm jumping the gun on the on the whole Max Payne 2, but for some reason that didn't register to me in the 90s as much as it did mm. in Max Payne 2. Um, but I'm looking at it now at the box art and uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day for N64, right, 2001, is rated mature. Yeah. And, well, mm. and so so is uh, Conker Alive and Reloaded. They're only, four, they're only four years apart? That's crazy. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about but, to say. But that, that, Alive and Reloaded I am was old. In aren't, we, aren't we old? This is, this is fucking oh. crazy. That, that that's oh. the term of an American president, sort of. <laughs> yeah, I I was having a nostalgia trip the other day. I was going through a whole bunch of old games, just going, you know, looking at what was the, the top 10, top 20 releases in any given year and started, you know, around about now, just going backwards through the years. And I started getting into the mid-90s. And I, I realized two things. One, I am getting fucking old very quickly. <laughs> that's the first thing. What was that, Grant? Considering I was, I was, I, I had people in chat that I was talking to that were younger than the games that I that I have four members of playing. That happened. The second thing was 93, 94, 95, 96 were fucking amazing, amazing. Years for game releases. I will say for PC, there are a few years for PC specifically. I will say like uh, 93 and 98 are probably the the best years in <laughs> in PC gaming period and 98 could be one of the better years and just in all of video game history uh, I, I hear uh, Mags frantically typing the video, video games 1993 <laughs> into the into oh no 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 the, actually actually just loading up a couple of the different years like this, some of the lineups here that just blow me away they are it? quite incredible so many amazing games came out uh, uh, in the in the like um, Mid nineties, from from ninety three to about ninety eight, like those yeah, well, five, yeah, just five just years of amazing. Just to pull ninety six as just as just the first one that pops up, we got Super Mario sixty four, Quake, Resident Evil, Duke Nukem three D, Pokemon Red and Blue, Mario Kart sixty four, and I just clicked the wrong button here to <laughs> make that one flick down. Uh, Mario Kart 64, the Dead or Alive series launched. We got Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. We got Diablo. We got The Elder Scrolls 2, Daggerfall. We got Civilization 2. Like, half yeah, of but, these are the launches yeah, of franchises they're still trying to make games but, on but, today. But now look up 1998. And it's like... Yeah, 98 was 98 a good year. is like everything is like a revolution. It's It's quite incredible. Yeah, same same thing. Your Half Life, Zelda, Starcraft, uh, Spyro series, Baldur's Gate, Resident Evil Two. Mel yeah, Gear it's Solid. the same thing. Yeah, Thief. and it's like this all the way through. Yeah, Thief, it's, Fallout it's the, Two, yeah, my yes. favorite RPG. <laughs> um, like nineteen ninety eight is a great year. Yeah, but in PC gaming, I will say, to personally for me, if, just for DOS, because by nineteen ninety eight was 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 the year that DOS was dead. Yeah, um, with 1997 being the last big commercial year of dust releases, so 1998 there was nothing. Um, mm. Right, I mean things go away, <laughs> but like for dust gaming, probably 1993 is probably. Yeah, um, I'm just I'm just looking through the list of games from '93. Um, 
this is a couple that sort of stick out to me. Uh, there'd be Lands of Law, Throne of Chaos. That was 93, with Patrick Stewart voicing King Richard. Well, uh, it was just a CD version, right? Because yeah. the original came out slightly earlier. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, I miss that whole pre-DOS gen because uh, basically my I would have done this in the intro if I had had a fucking stable net connection. Um, I was on Amiga five hundred until about ninety three, ninety four. Oh, I, I I was on I was an Amiga guy. Um, I will be silent on this topic. Oh no 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 no! I've 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 been told that there is some uh, some. Uh... Nah, I just run a joke. I jo- I do on Twitter. There's a there's an Amiga. 20 feet away from me, Amiga 500, actually. I don't care. <laughs> I, I think it's a fine machine. I just don't like people who, who invent... The, who the game invent was better Amiga's, on Amiga. Uh, the, the <laughs> magical capabilities of Amiga into the mid-90s where it was already fucking dead and over with. It's like, uh, I, oh, I will You fully, will not get that from me. I will I fully miss... acknowledge that, that Amiga is an amazing machine, especially it it's feels almost like an impossible machine for 1985. Well, uh, not almost. It does feel like an impossible machine for 1985, and with how much it costs, uh, it, 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 just, it just it just um, looks like magic. All the specs and everything. You just like, oh my god, everything is like half a decade ahead of its time during the time when things were obsolete by the end of the year. I, I'm still more and of a yeah, fan of the Atari ST. But um, well, yeah, I started on <laughs> I started on that one in probably I think it was 1988. We got that and. We just never got another machine. So I, you aren't going to get much of that from me. I played all the Amiga games. I never actually had a uh, like a PC-based system, an IBM PC-based system, until 486DX266. And it took uh, almost an act of God to actually get one of those. A, um, a Not kidding here. A tornado, literally, a tornado in Australia, I might add, literally tore the roof off my house and flooded the entire house from end to end with about two inches of water straight across the computer system and an insurance claim had to actually upgrade it and they couldn't get an Amiga to replace it with so we got an IBM PC. That's why wow. I finally get myself what a, story. a PC. <laughs> yeah, just had to destroy everything for me to finally get a modern system. All and right. then I, I had so it all that worked until, out. in the long run. <laughs> um and, and then I, I promptly destroyed that machine. Do you know what? This is actually entirely possible to get StarCraft 1 to run on a 486DX266. I you do not concern not yourself with fr- that. If you do not concern yourself with frame rate, and it doesn't run jerky, it just runs really, really slow. Is this a DirectX 5 game? I don't, don't remember. Starcraft. No, it's Direct. I Direct. Um, X3, X3. No, no. Um, oh, I'm not sure what DirectX version, but it was the Direct the the 2D version part of DirectX. Uh, Direct Play, I think it was, or Direct something. So it's three or five, yeah. But yeah, because I know if it was DirectX seven, it would no way. But um. I did not know that, but uh, yeah, I, I, I am quite. I, I, I mean, remember. I had outdated machines for the longest time. I remember specifically, even in the year two thousand one, I bought a friend of mine's uh, Cyrix um, uh, desktop, and uh, I. It was the time when I played a lot of original Max Payne came out. And I loved that game, 
but I legitimately remember having all the settings on the lowest and then going like in between level loads, I think they would take like 10 or 20 minutes sometimes for the longest ones. Like I would go in the kitchen, I would make myself tea, make and eat a sandwich before um, the next level loaded. And the game was still somewhat playable. So that's, I, that's I, have, I played through a lot of them. I have a lot of fondness for Sarx. <laughs> I don't. But it, I mean, it, 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 it was. Yeah, I could afford it, so I probably should be fond of it. But. The, the, the it was the first Pentium class machine I had. I had a Sarex PR one six six. I had um, uh, uh, Pentium seventy five all the way until the good year of two thousand one. Yeah. So, um, but uh, that machine served me well. Speaking of low frame rates, I. I start off my real-time strategy stuff on, um, well, at least a specific period, Command and Conquer on a 486DX33. All right, so it's a bit it was slow, slim. but it's but it's pl- it's possible. I mean, let's face it. I mean, yes, okay. So it's a little bit. It, it ran. I'm sure it was a bit slow, but but like maybe you wouldn't watch the video. It, uh, no, no, the videos run video, perfectly fine. Re- videos it run was perfectly fine, fine on the 33. Yep. Um, wow, I'm surprised. It, it, I did have a a very fast video card. I didn't realize okay. it at the time, but I did have a fast video card. I had a a Seng Labs ET four thousand W thirty two. Okay, all right. VL bus oh, card. I mean, right. And and I don't know why, but it ran the videos fine. At least I remember them being fine. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the game gameplay was at the start of the mission. It was. I thought it was okay, and and you know, sure it slowed down during when things got busy, but I, I thought, yeah, that's that's fine. And then I played it on a Pentium, <laughs> so I had a Pentium 100, and uh, my mother still had a Serx PR166, and I had a coax cable running through the wall out to my room. <laughs> we we'd get a network network game happening of of Command and Conquer, and I. And it was then that I realised that no, it was it was actually really really slow. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing you didn't really mind, right? Like, no, same, no, I played it and I still same have thing, fun as long as it was playable. You didn't really care, like you didn't really obsess about. Yeah, that I mean, that, 120 FPS or anything that came later. Yeah, that's 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 a very modern thing. It's like it's modern, but not really. People do forget how obsessed with framers we were in the late nineties. Like, yeah. like, like I remember playing like Quake Three on a CRT with like over a hundred FPS, uh, and being like, "This is amazing." Of course, uh, I never got that that. Bite. I not personally. It wasn't mine. But yeah. like I, I was the fair, place where, where I could that, do that. To be fair, I don't think that's something that ever really went away. I mean, you have a look today. It, it's it's no better for for frame rate. I mean, you, you talk about some people you go into some areas and they talk about thirty fps, which is perfectly fine for most gaming if you're it's not right. not too con- not too concerned with anything. But they'll talk it depends about on it the like game, it's some obviously. kind of virus. Yeah, it depends on the gaming type. But they'll talk yeah, about thirty. Some FPS, like people some react to like th- some people react to thirty fps like it's a crime, but it's like mm. games are such like have such a big. Um... You know, there's all kinds of things to consider that that mm. games across platform they have physics engines and everything like you mm. and like 30, 30 FPS is 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 
if it's okay for the game, it's it's fine. I of course would prefer to have unlocked frame rate and everything. Mm. We were talking before the podcast. I say I actually like playing Tetris Effect in VR and um, in VR um, on PC. It's a bit more well. The PC version is generally has has FPS unlocked, but like uh, I don't have a, a my monitors and everything are, are sixty hertz, so I don't actually get high refresh rate. Um, but when I'm in VR, it's it's ninety frames, uh, right? And and you can sort of feel the difference between sixty and ninety frames, um, even when yeah. you play in Tetris and stuff mm. so it helps a little bit but like at the same time i've been playing games for my whole life that are like you know 15 frames a second at best mm. i play a lot of old games and i don't care it really depends on the game i mean the original version of the 35 mm. um fps it's half of the 70 uh vga refresh uh, wolfenstein 3d is the entire 70 um you know you you can get less but you cannot get more uh, it's always 70 fps uh, if you're running on a fast processor, and again, it depends on the game, and I don't think it's a it's it's a crime for a game to be um, 30 FPS locked um, if if it's appropriate. Better better to not be locked, but if it's locked, I don't care. Mm. Yeah, it's really for me. It's only really about you know Twitch shooters and flight sims. I like to have them at high at the highest frame rate I can possibly get because obviously that helps with how they feel. But right. you know, if I'm playing an RPG or something, I could not give yeah, two shits. Yeah, I couldn't care less. Adventure game, rates. it could be five frames a second. Yeah, for yeah it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and even the, it also depends on context of the flight sim. I mean, I used to play again. This is going to be bringing up a mega game, um, although I'm pretty sure it would have rolled out on IBM as well. But the um, the original CinemaWare Wings, the oh, 3D yeah. section in that where you were uh, flying, that ran at about five frames a second. Yes, well, you needed to you, you, because it wasn't made for the it wasn't made for the five hundred. Mm-hmm. You needed like a twelve hundred, and it played, um, uh, re- really, um, re- really, really, mm. well. But mm. uh, that game is uh, that game did not come out on DAS, sadly. It didn't. Uh, oh, that, no. that's a shame. That, that was mm-hmm. fantastic. That's one of my fondest it's, memories. It's, that game. Uh, I actually think CinemaWare games are very overrated. Wings is actually one of the better ones, and it's it mm. is a bit of a shame mm. that uh, it didn't uh, it didn't come out. Uh, it, yeah. it was actually like uh, it was pretty much an Amiga exclusive mm. um, for the longest time. I think eventually came out on Game Boy Advance and something like that. But like. Uh, if you had like an Amiga 1200 or an Amiga 2000 or something like that thing flew. Mm. Uh, and it's actually one of the games I saw somebody recently test in a video of one of those Amiga accelerators and fine. And, and, and yes, the, if you play it on 500, I, I'm surprised at how anybody played it on the 500 because oh, I it, looks border- it. It, it looks borderline unplayable because the frame rate is literally, it's, I think sometimes it's like two frames a second at best. Yep. Yep. They're the three D section in particular. The rest of the game is perfectly fine, but that three D yes. section in particular the, 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 very the, slow. The flight sim part. It it doesn't look like it's frames per second. It literally at some points looks like it's seconds per frame. <laughs> yes, it's it's not far off. That uh, that, that actually but reminds still, me of a Commodore sixty four game I I used to play, which was a, a full polygonal three D game. Um, oh, one of the Freescape games or something? 
I'm not sure what it was. It was a, a military combat simulator that had all all these really fancy planes that you could fly. You know, it had had the F-16, had the F-4 Phantom, had the MiG-23, and things like that. I'm not familiar with this simulators. Yeah, I sadly. I don't remember the name of it. Early 3D games though. I, like I have a Spectrum. You know, and Spectrum is not a powerful machine. No. Um, at all. But there are some 3D games on it that I'm like so legitimately impressed by. If anybody ever wants to look up like Eye of the Mask uh, on the Spectrum, it's just like mind-blowingly insane that anybody ever, like ever put uh, put that as done by by a guy called uh, Sandy White, who I've read multiple interviews with, and the guy was so good he would actually do he would actually assemble. Uh, he did so much. Um, assembler, he would just write as uh, he would write assembler code. He would just write up codes. Essentially, he was a human assembler. Like he didn't need to run his assembler through an assembler uh, to get the machine code. He would just write machine code uh, uh, for a lot of his functions, which is pretty crazy to me. But I believe it. I've seen. I've seen Eye of the Mask. I played it. So, it's not a very good game, but graphically insanely impressive. Yeah. So I've just got a screenshot of it up on on the stream at the Scrooge moment. Screenshots do not make it no. justice. You need to see it in motion. Yeah. And um, knowing the specs of the spectrum, you'll be like, what the hell? But also Spectrum did have a few Freescape games. All right? Like, oh, wow. Every platform got a few Freescape games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You look at it and you're like, oh, wow. Because it way too like, yep, I don't so know I've if you look at, the, on the stream. At, the, at the maze or anything, but like fast forward to see, like, because you also fly around a face. Like later. Like at first it's a maze, which is free navigating, but sort of. You get to, you get to choose where to turn. Um, but then you fly around a face. Uh, that's a sort of a the second chapter of every level and it just you I, I i can't believe that's actually happening on the spectrum and that's 30 years ago and and i've seen a million and a half demos these days that have all kinds of crazy effects but that's interactable and you know from back in the day just i don't I just remember that sort of Mentioning demos, I just remember during the early DirectX 8, I think. No, probably DirectX 5 days. There was a, a demo that I found that was like something like like 130k in size. It was just a, a 3D tunnel. It was just, uh, just like a, a plane or something flying down a 3D tunnel. and it was, But they'd done it in in like 130k in the Windows 98 era. Oh. I just remember yeah. seeing that. It, that just reminded yeah. me of that. It was it was it it was not not interactive or anything, but it was just 3D right. 3D accelerated 3D tunnel that moved at an incredible rate. Um. But um, have we lost you again, Mags? Or are you still there? No, no, no. I'm I'm still here. Still here. I'm just using the opportunity to uh 
to 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 spam a video. Yeah, get a video up while I've got the chance before the net goes down again because I'm waiting for it to go. Like I just I know it's going to. Yeah, yep. So but keep keep going along. I'm, well, I'm also perusing uh, the uh, advertisements from the '90s here at the moment because some yeah, well, of these are freaking amazing. Yeah, or f- flick them through to me. Um, uh, Anatoly's just quickly stepped away from the computer for a second. Um, so yeah, just some some of the things that that I. That, that you see people just making the most incredible things in the smallest possible size. I think there was like a, a demo that was like something like 64 kilobytes or something like that 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 was impressive during the day. But, well, well what was the first, Do you remember the first 3D card that you had in your computer? First 3D card, 3D effects, Voodoo Banshee was my first card. <sighs> Um, wasn't the first 3D card, but that was the first one I actually finally got my little mitts on because uh, uh, after I got that 486 that I mentioned, there's a yeah. reason why I tried to make things like um, StarCraft and that run on it and, and managed to because it was either that or not played at all because... Uh, yeah, you didn't have a... It's, it's only... Well, it's only been the last couple of years. Keep in mind that we're, we're talking back, you know, 25 years at the moment. Yeah. Um, and it's only been the last probably five years that my old man has actually gotten to the point of kind of fully understanding exactly how a computer functions and that upgrades and necessity are a necessity. And occasionally, if you want to keep running even the same software after updates, eventually you're probably going to need better hardware because the software will consume more over time completely did not get that which is why we had an amiga from 88 into a storm destroy our house and then we got the 486 and he still was using that 486 after i had stopped using it and finally built my own i built my own would have been 98 99 i finally built my first machine and that's yeah. where i got the i uh, got the banshee which would have been about banshee era yeah um he was still using that 486 after I had spent, you know, half a decade trashing it doing shit like that in about 2005 before he finally came to the conclusion, maybe I should buy another one. <laughs> and he bought a garbage PC off the shelf just to top it off to make things worse. Could have asked, him, asked me to build him one. It would have been fine. I built a, bought a, bought a piece of shit and um, then had to suffer with that. And he suffered with that for nearly a decade as well. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, you, you you know exactly the kind of person I'm talking about here. Yeah. Love my old man to death, but him and computers just did not mesh for a very long time. Now he's got better broadband than I have. <laughs> Bastard. He's got better broadband than I have. So he's, Yeah, he's got better broadband than bloody half the planet. He's he's in the top three percenters now for the speed he's got. And, um, and how, far, yeah, how far away is he from your place? <laughs> <laughs> 400 meters seriously four, he's about he lives about he lives in a state that's about less than half a kilometer from where i live and he has what would be easy top one two percent of net in the country and if he went over worldwide you'd, you'd probably say top five percent in the world it's fucking ridiculously fast um about twelve hundred feet got... in your in oh wait a minute you're Russia so you know um, yeah metric measurements um, um. Yeah, he's, he's got um, basically a direct line fiber optic straight out of the country to wherever he wants to go yet I'm over here and I've got to connect through a mobile tower 
goes down all the time and has to get through a goddamn uh, about two kilometers of bushland and over a whole factory series like a factory and industrial area with three-story tall metal boxes in order to get direct line of sight to the tower and every time the wind blows my net drops out and that's that's the difference that about 500 meters makes god damn it (laughs) wow so I'm trying to get that fixed. I'm trying to get that fixed. I'm hoping that I might have some good news this week on that front. Um, but uh, it's also entirely possible that I might just get told to get bent too. Uh, I'm essentially I've, I've put in a petition because of uh, my, my my disability and a few other things, and the fact that I run my business from home through uh, this net connection because of my disability, so I don't have to go anywhere. I can operate from home. Um, I've put in a bit of a petition for there's a apparently a tech upgrade program that is not mentioned much but does actually exist that potentially best case scenario could get them to roll a optic cable to my house, but more likely we'll have them pick up the uh, the couple of hundred meters of copper between me and the node for the telephone line and plug the copper into the node, which means I won't be as fast as those that are directly fiber, obviously, but I'm only going to have a couple of hundred meters of copper to deal with. So it's still going to be 10 times faster than what I've got and a hundred times more reliable. So I'm, I'm hoping that I'll be able to get on that and that'll actually correct this issue. And then I'll have some stable internet and be able to run the streams myself and uh, actually be able to live stream all the goddamn time. Like I want to, because I can't at the moment, <laughs> but anyways, that's enough of my problems. Um, yeah, I linked that uh, the ad that uh, you popped up some. Yeah, yeah, I, I it pop- looks like somewhere. It looks like somewhere mid nineties. Nintendo just went really edge. Yeah, but that that to me is it to keep it in your pants head. Yep, yep. See, that to me is more like a, that. Feels like a more of like the a regular nineties ad to me. Basically, that, like that, that's what it's, mo- that's what most of them were. It's it, it's it's not too extreme. The one. The one, the the, with the woman color tied, one, yeah. like yeah, with the woman tied, that was yeah. where I would be. Yeah, like, that was holy that's... shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah that 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 was real. I double checked before I posted that up to you guys too to make sure that wasn't a shop. There like, was when, when you were talking I, about it. That was real. I saw maybe half a year ago. I always forget what it was. But like, I, I'm I, just I can find it if I wanted to, but it was like it, it was like a lot of like it was like a father and son, and it was like domestic violence was implied. Yes, I, I saw. I did see I that one. Forget what it up. was for, and it was the craziest ad. And I was like, I was uh, like, oh my god! Like that's the one that one of those that just goes uh, full circle where it goes too. This edgy one and just comes back like embarrassing. I've just shot one through on podcast notes for Demi. That yeah. one's not for uh, Nintendo, but that's right. locally UK made Nintendo. UK accessories. had a lot of those weird. Uh, in local magazines that I saw, a lot of them had like the Sega ones, especially. Yeah, the Sega like, ones. So there's like, there's one that I put up right now that's uh, for the the, the arcade theory, stick. Uh, the more you play with it, the harder it gets. Yeah, that's that's what I'm on. But they had a bunch of them, and <laughs> you know that's just the UK, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's, it's to me that's not. Uh, I don't know. There was there was some. I remember one I forget was a GT interactive ad and it was like an eight page ad and it was like it started off like a, it was like a medical journal of mental illness and then it just classified each game under a certain mental illness that was made up. Um, 
just feels like really in bad taste, really. And uh, oh, I'm, like I'm, I'm finding of, some like, gold here. Uh, I can think of uh, this cancelly cloud boom, and that just sort of uh, I feel like goes with the time. Just somebody I saw somebody post today uh, an arcade advertisement, which I can't even see the title of the game, but I could see the woman in her short shorts, uh, and and that's pretty much what that ad was about. Um, yeah, there's a uh, lot of these that I'm looking at that I can't actually tell unless I, I really zoom in and start reading the fine print what the hell it's supposed to be for. But that's that's the thing is like the, a lot of like the concept ads like you you don't it's they I don't know how they thought that they can. Uh, uh, it was the '90s in general. Like uh, the big thing is the other thing I remember it was a lot from '90s games was the whole the box art. Yes. The box art was a photograph of the box art. Yes. This was big on the Sega Master Systems all the time. Like that's that's all they did. They made the box art and then they took a, like they made a box art, took a photo of the box right. art and, and made the photo in, of in the that, box art in being that, the in box that art. Grid, uh, grid <laughs> the the like, Sega yeah. Master System yeah. games. Yeah, yeah they, they did it all the time and it was like in other unified. places too. Yeah, it may yeah, it was, but it, like it made no sense. Like why no, not okay, no you've sense, obviously yeah. You had to make a mock-up. This was pre-Photoshop days, so they had to actually have made that box art mock-up to right. take the photo of to, to photo make of the box art. So why not just make the box art the box? Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy to think about it, but it's it's in the sense I think I feel that it's a nice way of unification. I'm a big fan mm. of uh, unified things. So like, yeah, uh, as crazy as it seems and impractical, in a sense, I do. Ghost think House, the Sega card. Up on the stream at the moment. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's one that I remember that um, for the Master System that I can't remember the name of the game, but I remember it was a, it was a big laughing stock about it. It was, it was one of the. There was a white grid again, and it was a photo of a game cartridge with the like the sticker on the game cartridge being the logo for the like the, the logo for the game. So the same same basic idea. Except it wasn't a Master System cartridge. It, it was a cartridge for something else. I don't remember what it was for, but it was oh, a cartridge wow. for a completely different console that they they put on there. And the game was right, and the, the sticker on it was right, but they just must have reached into a grab box of cartridges, pulled one out, stuck a sticker on it that they'd printed off five minutes earlier, took the photo, and it wasn't actually for that console. But that was the box art for it. I can't remember what that was for. Yeah, it's just yeah. The, the, I I I do miss these day those the the nineties for the the advertisements, the the games, I, I everything. See, the thing is, as much as I enjoy it, and I enjoy anybody who knows, I enjoy ninety well everything, well, films, music, games, and, and a lot of things yeah. else. I cannot say that I miss it. Um. Uh, oh, there we go. Uh, can you put this one up? I, I, I'm putting this one up, yes. Give me a second. Because that's a crazy ad to me. There we go. Um, yes. It's <laughs> just... Uh... Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean... Uh, yeah. I mean, in a sense, it's cute, but... But, just... but also, not really. <laughs> Oh, just. 
I can't stop fucking laughing at this ad. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, uh, just, 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 just look. Just remember. Just remember. Not only did somebody design that as a as an actual pitch, and it got approved. Yeah, it got. But multiple got people were in the for it. Yes, all yeah, approved. For, it, yes. Multiple people were in the approvement process. <laughs> The game developer would have had to agree with the advertiser on nah, it as see, well. Nah, see, the game developer did not. I, I've seen a lot about, especially recently, there was some game and somebody posted one of those 90s concept ads. They say they cried when they when they saw the printed ad. But in um, the end as well, the ratings board had to approve that as oh, being yes, the ad as well. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> so, so It's pretty much everybody but the developer. But also, uh, now that I've seen that story that the developer posted, it was a few months ago. I forget which game it was. I can probably it up if i really think about it hard but it was some game where i think in the either on game boy and the super nintendo some some nintendo game and the ad was very edgy 90s and they said how they cried and they were disappointed and and everything else but like yeah this literally touches on like like imagine you're a developer mm. and you're seeing this ad for your game i i, 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 I would really wouldn't know how to I would not be happy at all. Yeah, I probably wouldn't either. And as much as I love nineties and all with like weird edginess and stuff, um, yeah, I, I, I really don't know. I mean, but at least there are screenshots from the actual game. I mean, some of them mm. didn't even have that. Um, uh, again, most of the ads with 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 the I'm I'm looking through some ads with some some like that. I don't care. Maybe more misguided in the. Did you see the series? Remember the Derek uh, Derek Smart game? They had like a series of like ten. In, everybody remembers the the Joe Guest one. In, in it, it, it's a series of ads. It's in, a series of about five or six different ads. Incoming uh, rant about Derek Smart coming. I can just feel it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to save that one for the um the Star Citizen we yeah. do when Star Citizen Squadron 42 finally comes I out. I haven't seen him online think... in a while. He, I... oh, he got blown the fuck out basically. But, well, um, it's that. But he also he joined maybe a year ago the big box uh, PC collectors game group and stuff. And I haven't seen him even active on it in like nine months at least. Yeah, he um, got blown out really hard online um over the. The whole Star Citizen stuff. What? Um, what do you do now? Oh, I don't <laughs> oh no! Just, just, well, yeah, like yeah, everybody—that's the Joe Guest ad that I'm looking at now. So, like, I, everybody remembers that, but it's a series of like six or seven different ads. I have all of them. Hello, Joe. Yeah, and, and, and most of them are actually even not just one page, but two page ads. And uh, they're like, there's a, a lady and this come okay, on and she's like taking something off and then it's can like, I... not now honey i am launching the photon torpedoes or whatever the fuck they're really dumb ads but see like stuff like this i don't really mind because as misguided as it is i i don't think this is I, particularly I... Har like harmful or insensitive versus let's, like let's be the... perfectly honest knowing uh, knowing derek smart's personality he wanted that ad done just so he could be present at that photo shoot <laughs> and you know what? I'll be perfectly honest. As much as I don't, I don't blame like him, man, all that much, I can see where he's going with this. I, I'm a big fan of Joe Guest, so uh, yeah, yeah, I, I can, I can see that, and I can, I, I'm appreciating it right now. So, oh. so uh, you know, 
it's it's whatever. It's it probably wasn't the biggest. I mean, it's an ad that made an impression, but it's not even that. That again is not the silliest ad out of all of them. Like I I think the other ones are a lot more silly. It just this one is everybody remembers this one because it's the one where Joe Guest has no panties on. There's um, the there's the two side of it, and there is a version of it too where they actually went through where and they did painted a in, yes. pa- very primitive Photoshop and painted some uh, some. I think there's a it. five or six ads. I, I actually I think I've posted almost every Battle Cruiser 2080 um, ad on my Twitter throughout any given time, and and you can see mm-hmm. them. They're, they're really silly. Um, yeah, very 90s, but again, like that's not that. That's not like uh, the serial killer stuff. That's not. Uh, Oh, whatever. I, I remember one where it's like, uh, it's like a mother and a took son. Away, if you took away the the box art for Battle Cruiser AD and say put a a maximum oh, magazine be in anything. that spot and, and it drop it in be... your middle of a maximum mag, it would. Yes, it's a yeah, it's a it's a really nice really nice shot. And I say that seriously, like it's a. It's, yeah, but this nice can be an ad for anything. It, it could be yeah. she really wants it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, 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 what's yeah, just any Phillips razor? You know what I mean? Like, it, it could be an ad for literally anything. It's mm. it's a drop in. It's a very nineties ad in that sense where the product doesn't really matter. They're trying to make the ad um, mm. more than anything else, for sure. <laughs> Ah, just yeah. I'm looking through for some more of those as well. Uh, it doesn't look like there's too many more, and the looks of the rest of his ads are all kind of boring, to be perfectly honest. Now I just want to go and look. Just like, like the game. Uh, it's not uh, the game. Sort of sucks. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say the game was boring. I would say the game was non-functional. See, I own oh. that. I also own the the Universal Combat that he made after, which oh, was the, basically the a remake of it. Yeah, and neither of them work. <laughs> yeah i actually i have screenshots i posted i i found recently a whole bunch of like screenshots from the version of from like two years prior mm. uh before the release and you can tell like how much just based on those screenshots you can tell how many permutations it went through mm. because it looks like it's well obviously it's two years prior but it's also like it looks like it's a completely different game basically which i'm sure it was um but also, Joe Guest is a fine model. Yes, a very, oh, yes. very fine model. Uh, no. But it's there like is... uh, I, I've I've been a fan of of her stuff since I since I was uh, um, since I was young. Um, still love Joe Guest. Yeah, this, this one's what... a little less edgy. I'm just curious if you picture um, Disney doing an ad like this for the next Star Wars game for EA, something along those lines. That's fine. I, there's it's it's from a series. Uh, there's about also like about four or five of those for for mm. each different game, and I, that's fine. But those are like the '80s games. <laughs> um, they're like the, these. I find cute. It's the '90s that sort of take that and really push it over the edge. Often. Yeah, it was sort of the late '90s where things started going really haywire. I think wasn't it or. Yeah, but that's also when it started. It's when it started to go on, like, that's when we sort of started realizing where, well, maybe the marketing people started to realize when you were better off advertising the actual product. Product. Yeah. Uh, Versus Mm. just doing crazy ad. And that's when, that's why in the early 2000s, all of that disappeared. And all the games went to, you know, big. (laughs) 
Holy fucking shit! <laughs> is this one of the? Is this one of the British fucking? Science, is this real? I don't that, know where this comes from. That, this that does apparently... that does look very much like that. That like that's British, that that Genesis is a British ad. thing. Yeah. Yes, my God, British Genesis ads are, are insane. Yeah. <laughs> See, it does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Although. Given that that one with the the woman on the bed, I'm I'm not so so sure that that Nintendo yeah, wasn't, like, oh wasn't God, willing like, to rise up. I've never seen that until until today, and I'm so surprised that uh, that I haven't because I mean that's that that's quite an ad to say the least. That's <laughs> that's it's it's impressive. It's just. Give me a little time on the internet. My Google Foo is very good for this kind of stuff. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> no, I have a bunch that I have, uh, I have posted um, over the years. Is it so this? I... Oh, yeah. There we go. Uh, yeah, how just... do you advertise? I'm... Um, if you just copy uh, the link and post it into that podcast cast notes channel. Yeah, I can, but it's on my two different machines. Ah, okay. So, yeah, that's why it's easier for me to... Yeah, yeah just DM it to me on Twitter. Uh, I'll, I'll do, do it. it. Okay, copy that. Paste and go. And... 2.5 million former addicts can't be wrong. <clears throat> Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, how about this one? What's being advertised in this? All right. I'm just waiting for them to pop up on screen so I can actually see them here at the moment. I'll I'll copy the links into the. To the podcast notes. So that was the other one, and uh, did I change that? Yep, cool. And this is the current one. Yeah, I'm like, I was so baffled by this one. Just and then. And then there are ones that are just bad. Uh, I'll I'll send you one to tell, but just like okay, it's not neither edgy nor nothing. It's just like what? Yeah, that's that's. It's like it's trying and it's failing on on literally like everything. Oh, better than the nineties pre-rendered three D. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's just it. It it does it does spark memories though of um a, a little I believe it was French game called Little Big Adventure. Oh God, that, that the ad for the second one is crazy. 
Ah, because it's have, have it's it's him and his it? wife laid in bed, and it says, "Do you remember your time?" <laughs> Little oh, attention have... too, and it's like, what? Have you got that? I'll I'll put that one up because that's. I don't I don't have that ready to go, but I remember it very vividly. And that's not an American ad too. Like it's, uh, but it's also like it's the same as the French ad. So that's the one originates in France, but it's also remember the one with the Crash Bandicoot and a whole bunch of models. I think this I ad is implying that. that Crash Bandicoot is fucking a whole bunch of models. Oh, uh, each to their own. <laughs> uh, this turned into like don't this turn this turned into the nineties fucked up kind of podcast. <laughs> That's all right. I'm entirely cool with this. This is. So the, the the bit that's really scary is I'm actually remembering some of these ads. The one you posted uh, that I posted up before that you you linked through the um. Actually, Here I, we like, go. I remember that kind of Cruiser three thousand AD ad, and I remember the um the soccer ad just before it as well. <laughs> so yeah, check check this one out. That's up on stream now. It's in another language. I'm guessing German by the. Or maybe one of the Scandinavian countries. Probably one of the Scandinavian countries. Not sure. Either way. I have no idea what that is supposed to be. Like game-wise, I have no idea what what they're selling. Well, there. well, they do have two little screenshots in the bottom corner. <laughs> yeah, but considering the time frame, like that could be a Leisure Suit Larry game for all I fucking know. I have no idea. I'm guessing it's not. I'm guessing it's actually probably something relatively wholesome. But Ooh, actually here's here's a this one I believe looks like it may even be um in image new tab. There we go. This may even be in well So, so many different languages, the same ad. That's just... Some, some of the things we find. It's just... Uh, this 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 podcast is probably going to make a whole lot of... Um, not not a whole yeah. lot of sense to the people just listen. <laughs> who, are, who are listening to it? I was just going to say, I'll, I'll just, it's I'm, a podcast that's relied entirely on visuals. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just just picturing people just going through. Oh, okay. I'll 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 just look those images up. Yeah, Google it later. I'm yeah. sorry. We're sorry, people. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> it's just trust me. We're sorry. We're sorry. We're looking at them. And, uh, no. <laughs> No, I'm well. Yes, but I'm not sorry that I'm making other people look <laughs> See, at them. This actually hurts me on a whole other level as well because a few years ago now, but you know, prior to doing any of the YouTube stuff back when my eyes were still functional, sort of the last major job I had, um, I was suit and tie in the advertising industry. I used to sell advertising, and I'm currently doing a graphics design degree where a big portion of it is actually advertising design. 
So I'm looking at these, and they are just making all sorts of uh, shutters go down my back at how the fuck right. any of this could be approved. Like, like most of this does not just yeah, it makes no sense how. whatsoever. The funny thing is, I actually just popped up a thing and actually rolled back to 80s ads. The 80s ads, in context, make more sense yes. to sell the product than the 90s mm -hmm. ones do. Absolutely. Like they're, just... they're pretty basic ads, but I can look at the 80s ones and see, okay, that's the product. Usually yep. it's got the price included as part of it. Yep. So I can see what the price is, and they've half the time they've got a picture of the gaming system on there. So I can mm -hmm. see, yep, that's the gaming system. That's the game. That's what it's supposed to be. Very few yep. of them seem to have screenshots, although some do. It was because probably because it was at the time it was also hard to take screenshots. Yeah. yeah. But at least you know what 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 sort of the idea, like the ad that I linked to, like the one with the toilet. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's actually an ad for, it's it's a game ad, but it's actually an ad for a sound system. Did you get that from, from looking at that ad? I... Uh, no, what I was looking at. no, I did exactly. not exactly. It. It's such a giant what the fuck. Yeah, it's like a bass subwoofer fucking record. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's a, it's a multi-track yeah, recording. I, the like, tape like, recorder, eight track. Okay, so so it's a multi-track recording system. Who is this ad for, and what is it advertising, and why is it in a gaming magazine? With a oh no, God no, I'm wrong. No, I'm wrong. I, I'm I'm just seeing the seeing the the. Eight track recording system, so eight track to, to cassette tape. That it's been used. Uh, the system has been used to make this game. Who is this ad for? Yeah, and like, I, I finally just noticed. What's just, the product? Just is drown God good because of this system? Is it because they put the fucking condom on the mic and recorded the recorded the toilet? What? I, I don't get it. I why? Why does this ad exist? I own Drown God, by the way. I own that game in the box. I just I did not buy it because of this ad. Yeah, I, I just, have no idea what the fuck. That's just the biggest what the fuck of my life. Yeah, l looking up in the top right hand corner of that picture, it's got it has a bazooka, and it has a right. picture of one of those cylindrical subwoofers. Yes. But it's what it's called, right? The system is called the bazooka. I'm not actually even looking at it myself. I just go in through my from my memory, but. Uh... Yeah. But like, yeah. What? So it's it's advertising the sound system, but it's using the name of the game that what? nobody fucking played. Yeah. To, to to advertise it, and also, so is this for audiophiles? Is this is this supposed to be funny because they put a condom on a on on a mic and recorded with well, a straw? Funny you say like, that. <laughs> I I have actually put a condom on a mic on more than one occasion. No, I understand, but this is also almost like if you've seen the making of of Mist, which happened like two or three years prior to this game. This is how they did the the swamp sounds. It's actually yeah. in that making of. It's a guy in a toilet blowing blowing bubbles through a straw, and they're recording it with a with a mic with a condom on. Yeah, is this what, a reference to it, or I don't think so. Yeah, what what bugs uh, me about that picture though is that they. They're so using what looks to be an SM58, a sure SM58, to record something that, that would require a sensitive microphone to, to pick up properly. <laughs> an SM58 is a micro microphone designed for um, 
loud bands on loud stages so it picks up the 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 person's voice and not the band around them that's got a fucking wall of sound just blasting out. And I actually would like to point out because I'm going to post another one. Yep. Um, I'm going to link you to another one because even the job ads were the same way. Here is that link because I just remembered that one. Um, what? That's literally <laughs> this is the same style workout for Sierra, by the way. <laughs> what? It's just <laughs> okay. So for the people, I'm I I'm to going to actually this. describe this one for the people listening to the podcast and not watching the the vod of it. It's a picture of a toilet that's flushing, tinged green. It has a Sierra Sierra logo and Sierra thing of in the nineties, yeah, mid nineties font down the bottom. Kind of reminds me of of. Um, Caesar too, that that mm-hmm. kind of era. Anyway, it says, "Where's your career going? <laughs> you know the score. It's sh- it's shit or get off the pot." <laughs> As the world's largest designer of electronic games, Sierra sets a standard in new technology. We need a dedicated, enthusi- enthusiastic, and and energetic engineers with solid skills in C C plus plus, who. Think, think that creating the best-selling kick-ass games is even cooler than playing one. So cut the crap, check out Sierra. Projects <laughs> projects involve Windows 95 using Microsoft Games SDK and MFC. Minimum two years of programming experience required. Send your resume to and it lists, lists a number of addresses. So, which I assume yes. are, are you know addresses for offices. What's funny, it doesn't look like this is a prop toilet, right? Oh, no, that's very, very yeah. clearly a toilet. So you can see the slight, slightly out-of-place tiles. Yep. Mostly because of the tiles. You could see like they put the shit stains in just for the ad because it's the 90s, but no, I don't think so. But looking at the tiles, it looks like a tile work at a normal bathroom. Yeah, yeah it looks like somebody's just wandered in, taken a photo, exactly. wandered back out, stuck it up, stuck it on the computer, or scanned it, possibly scanned it on the computer. They may have just taken a Polaroid. Well, it looks like they, they probably it lit it and shot it, because it doesn't look like it's post-produced. It looks like they put the green filter over it. Actually, yeah. at least to me it does. It looks like it they actually lit been. it to me, because the, the bottom left of the of the toilet is still white. Yeah, that's like true. The, the reflective part. Like, it needs like to be stuck some really stuck, shitty stuck, Photoshop stuck, work. Stuck, to me, it looks like they stuck a filter. just the, Because it's clearly one you, light, right? It's one light in a stall because you can see the shadow. Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. It's either really, really, really shitty early Photoshop or they literally pulled a, a flashlight out of wherever they had it in the office <laughs> and me, stuck some green cellophane like over they the did. Yeah, they, they looked yeah. green film over a thing and just took that snapshot and that was it. That's just that's just amazing. It is so bizarre. Um, wow. <laughs> I, I just want to add as well. I kind of miss Sierra a little bit. But yeah. this is like post takeover Sierra. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh it's like right just... around that time when they when they pushed Ken Williams out. Yeah that that was that was a shitty time. Yeah. 
Yeah, and those are the ads that they ran with. Isn't that fucking crazy? But it's crazy. Like, this is a hiring ad. How how many levels of crazy is it? It's... Yeah, I, 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 I'm lost for words. I just... I can't believe it. That's... And it's clearly in a mag in a computer games magazine too. By the look of the the screenshot, I am almost certain that says from the uh, to, uh, from the games developers magazine actually from like that first year. Mm. Well, so, so speaking of Sierra, well, I'm uh, what's it called um. Caesar two. Mm-hmm. Did did you play much of that? Me? Yeah. Um, I played a little bit. Max, did you see it? Or no, uh, no, Caesar two. You know, I know Caesar two. I never really played a huge amount. Yeah. So I I don't have much reference here. Yeah, I just, I just remember watching a, a friend playing it and thinking, oh, this this looks like a pretty cool sort of Roman themed, um. You know, city builder, and then they went to the outside map and started marching his troops somewhere. I thought that that was pretty cool. It's a it's a pretty cool game. Probably a better game than Caesar One. I never played Caesar One. Better for probably one of the better like Sierra published games. Yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm trying very, very ineptly to sort of get us off advertisements and onto games. <laughs> um, I know. Because games we can talk about, whereas if we keep on the topic of advertisements, we'll just keep finding more and more ads no, 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 to just, oh, just got, pump I've got, I've got to pay. I, no, I, 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 as do I, but I, I, feel, I, I think I feel, <laughs> filled my quota for, of, of one of these ads for the night. Like, I, have a, I have a giant archive. Of, like, <laughs> that's that's multi mu- multiple gigs in size that uh, I can just look through nineties ads. I, uh, uh, oh, I think I'm about to start collecting them. Some of these are fucking great, <laughs> <laughs> awful but great. Oh yeah, that's the same thing. I love the awful but great ones. But so, uh, very often you will also find ones that are just like you just shake your head at them. Like, okay. I can see where uh, idea was, but I cannot believe a whole bunch of people agreed to that. Yeah, to, go, going back to the the games you, you mentioned, ninety three and ninety eight, and we we talked a bit about ninety eight, but there was not much talk about nineteen ninety three. I'll just point out one game that might fire something up: X Wing. That was released in nineteen ninety three, mm. in February nineteen ninety three. Far yeah, far, I missed. Far far I better than Tie Fighter. Oh no, get fucked you. <laughs> and I know you're talking shit just to stir me up too because you're oh, more I, Imperial. I, I, uh, no, no, no. You're X, the Imperial. X-Wing, I had to backtrack. I had to backtrack to to play X-Wing. Um that was before I got the PC. I dropped straight into Tie Fighter and um yeah, I had to go back and trace down X-Wing and even once I played X-Wing, Tie Fighter's still better. <laughs> go the Empire. Oh, shut up you Imperialist. Pig. <laughs> Damn right. Um, no, it's uh, mid nineties. That was my introduction to the PC era. And and keep in mind too, I um, I, I had the five hundred. I obviously we had the upgrade cards for its RAM, which I gave it a whole 
one meg of RAM, I think. I think it was. You know, it was something huge, the expansion card for it. Um, don't quite remember. I think that's what it was. Yeah. And I had that up until in the mid-90s. But once... At the time we got the Amiga 500, my father was actually in the Air Force. And Amiga software was actually fairly difficult to come across in Australia. But we used to be able to get access to lots of it going through the military. Because obviously people would be overseas doing service, flyouts, fly to here and there, and we're able to get stuff from all over the world. And, and that's basically my entire Amiga games collection was imported in the back of C-130s. <laughs> it was the only way to get some of the stuff in. And that's where all my games came from. But um, in the early 90s, my father actually left the Air Force and came back up to rural Victoria to take over my uh, grandfather's farm, uh, his father's farm. So I was basically cut off from all the game supply. So between probably, call it 1990 to about 94, outside of buying a, a PC games mag, which were fairly thin on in my area as well. I actually didn't see any games. I didn't see any of the development in between. I completely skipped Doom and Doom 2. I had no idea about them until after I came back to them. I skipped all the games that were in the middle there. Just a giant dead block of the early 90s. So I jumped from playing... Th and a lot of the games that I would play on the Amiga as well also tended to be older. So I went from playing things like, um, like Cannon Fodder and um, things like um, uh, CinemaWare's Wings that came from the desert, um, F-18, uh, the, the original F-18, uh, F-117 Stealth Fighter, yeah, um, all, all these kind of games, and then were suddenly dropped into a world of, I think the first game on the 486 which came with it was Descent. Oh, wow. And dropped straight into Descent, and then I had TIE Fighter was one of the first things that was bought for me. The very next year, I had uh, Dark Forces and uh, The Dig. I was big mm -hmm. from adventure games, obviously, being a big thing on the, on the Amiga. There was a lot of them. And then I wound up with The Dig in 1995, which was a um, LucasArts um, game, and it was fantastic. Obviously, Full Throttle was that year as well. Um, although I don't think I got full throttle until 2000, uh, 2006. It was um, uh, the, the big one that sort of sold me on an entire genre, one of my forming genres for simulation, MechWarrior 2, 31st Century Combat. Oh, God, that's a great I think that was like That was like the third game I got for that. I was like, Typh, I got Typh, no, I got, yes. Yeah, it would have been the third game because I got Typh Fighter given to me for my birthday present, which was about, Three weeks after we got computer, we had Descent already on there. And then I got Wing Commander 2 out of my own money. And then I got somebody got me a late birthday present, and that was MechWarrior. So I was dropped straight in to these games that were looked nothing like anything that I had played on the Amiga and just this massive leap forward in graphics and in gameplay and in styles and the rest. And um, so, yeah, anything prior to that i actually missed out on but i have really fond memories of memories of, of 94 95 and tie fighter in particular because these were the games that sort of introduced me to or well, welcome to finally catching up on the half decade you've just missed yeah, but it's fine but also remember mm. at that time it's like games from like beginning of one year to the end of that same year with on, on computers on home computers would be like drastically different it's it's really yes. crazy how fast the technology advanced back then 
It's... Yeah, well, the joke was our 486 was obsolete before the insurance company delivered it. It's like there's there's four years between Doom 2 and, and Half-Life. Or mm. any of the 98 games. Thief. <laughs> oh. It's just insane to think that. Just... We're, we're kind of... I mean, games I just saw... Um, my roommate's been playing uh, Death Stranding. It looks incredible. But, I mean, games from even five to six to to eight to even to ten years ago they still look pretty similar mm. to yeah uh, graphics wise we've sort of slowed down um, yeah we've we've sort of hit a slowdown at this point at the I mean, moment where we did. developing higher end graphics is yeah, yeah it's just, it, it we can go just, better but there's no point and the cost involved versus what you're going yeah, to get I mean, those games we've, cost we've like reached hundreds of millions of dollars crazy yeah we've We've reached the point where the return isn't worth the investment, and I'm 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 fine with this. I'm just wishing somebody remembered now, as it's slowly becoming cheaper to produce games of the same quality we've had for the last five years. That you know, it'd be really nice if somebody would actually remember to give over some of the money they're saving to the writing department, so we can actually get some yeah, games with some decent hard. fucking stories. Would be good because they're pretty guys, enough. Uh, any of you guys play Control? I Rem- Remedy's latest game. I have looked at it for the main reason that it has RTX support, and you know, right? Yeah, it does have RTX support because it's Remedy, of course. They're going to have all the latest rendering support. Yeah. So, and I, uh, I, I do recommend it. Control is actually pretty good. It's yeah. like a smaller scale Remedy game, but a very, very high production value. So the graphics yeah. are really good. Yeah, it's digitized actors and everything, and the story is very sort of twin pixie. And everything, but it's a third-person shooter, and it gets really good once you get to the ability to levitate. Yeah, I've seen some of the videos of it. I haven't played it myself. Although most of the latest thing I'm up to game-wise at the moment is um, the the recent Star Wars release. Um, friggin', and now I can't actually remember the name of the goddamn. Yeah, thing. I can't remember the name of it either. But that's what the one and everybody's playing. Yeah, so here it's good. Well. Well, gentlemen, it's it's been over two hours now, believe it or not. So it's probably oh, no. time that we we need to start wrapping this one up. Um, I did finish all my drinks. <laughs> man's run out of drinks. He's got to either go go get more, or he's gonna I go pass I out. Can't. It's eleven thirty at night. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, but where I am, all liquor stores close at eight o'clock. Yeah, that's 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 harsh. Um, it's unfortunate, is what it is. <laughs> I think they're out to midnight here, depending on where you go. But um, if you're looking for drinks, if you're looking for drinks at midnight, and you've started early, I can go to a bar, but I cannot go and purchase a bar. Well, have... I don't know. We've got drive-throughs that are open till midnight in this area. The problem is that if you're, as I said, if you're looking for drinks at midnight and it's because you've ran out, you're probably not in the state where you can actually drive. Can drive. So you better have yeah. you, you better have somebody That's available fair. for that. <laughs> they do do walkthroughs though, so if you come staggering down to the bottle and flash your card around and point at the right refrigerator, you're probably likely to leave with something. They're they're pretty okay with that. Which okay. Is... DoorDash, <laughs> you guys have delivery service. Uh, uh, not in, in... The cities there are. Yeah. Not 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 my area, but in the cities there are. There's probably a couple of places. Actually, there's probably a couple of spots where you would be able to get 24 hour delivery of alcohol to your front door. The, wow. pay for there are. Card. There are places, places here where I am. There are places where I am that do, does do that. Although I think they didn't get enough 
um, traffic because they, they charged for the delivery and it was not cheap. Mm. So it's different. I mean, I'll, I don't mind paying for a delivery. Yeah. You know, so, the costs. Yeah. So anyway, so just for the stream, so uh, Anatoly can be found if you want to poke him about DOS games and maybe some some more um, '90s advertisement. I'm sh- I'm sure he, he, it wouldn't be hard to get him to to tweet a few of those out. You can find him as DOS Nostalgic on Twitter. Well, anywhere. Yeah, yeah, Twitter, but, also, but also anywhere else. Yeah, so dosnostalgia.com is is the website. There's Dos Nostalgia YouTube channel. Um, I've you know, there's there's a whole heap of videos on there, especially ones where you have a, a basically a montage of a whole heap of of Dos games per year. There's more of those so, coming too. Yeah, which I, I'm looking forward to that because they're they always spark. Oh, I remember that game. Um, so, yep. So hit him up and and check out his content. Um, also, don't forget that that Mags doesn't want to have to rely on YouTube. So don't don't forget to check out his Magsware store and display display stores to buy all his merch. So I don't have to ha- hear him whinging about what fucked up shit YouTube's doing this time. Oh no, you're going to hear about that anyway. It'd just be nice that if, if I can whinge about it and not have it uh, overly affect me. <laughs> yes, I'm not going to take up the missed the opportunity to uh, drag my balls across YouTube's face. Let's be honest here. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Thank... Um, yep. Yep. I was going to say, I'd like to put out a bit of an apology to everybody for not being in soon enough. Uh, speaking of things that I want to drag my balls across, uh, I'd like to start with NBN Co because they have been fucking with my internet for the last three days now. And it looks like they're probably going to be continuing to do that into next week. So it's a wonder that I actually haven't dropped out back again. But um, and it's unlikely to last much longer. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, sorry for not being here at the start of my own podcast. Anyway, since you started it up, I'll let you finish it off. Yep. Well, thanks for everyone for listening, and we'll catch you in the next podcast. Bye.